Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Monday, August 21st, 2023, and I have an excellent show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest. We have repeatedly uh, shared that it's time to get ready for some upsets in the normal way of life. A lot has been going on in the news in the way of disasters. Now, if you are a special needs family, a family with someone disabled, you are all too well accustomed to dealing with catastrophe and emergency. But what is coming at all of us is going to stop our abilities to deal with upsets in the normal way of life unless we have some preparation. I keep harping on this on please you need to get food and water while you can. We don't know if there will be, there's going to be a war, you know, in my humble opinion. Uh, it could be nuclear. And if it's nuclear, you may have to stay inside for an extended period of time. That may, and there's not going to be any Amazon. <laughs> you know, you can't order a case of water. You know, get a friend if you don't have a membership to Sam's Club or Costco. Um, or just go to, uh, you know, Walmart and get that water. Uh, if you're in Pittsburgh, get the Giant Eagle water. That's really good water. That's They bought the old La Nature's plant. So the Giant Eagle water in the Pittsburgh area is actually quite excellent because you need to have, you know, you need to have a gallon per person per day put up to, to last, let's say, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Um, you need to have options. Um, I mean, good Lord, if there were a nuclear event, you'd have to stay inside for at least 14 days for uh, the isotopes to, uh, to go down uh, far enough, the radiation to go down far enough, excuse me, um, for you to be able to go outside without getting baked. Um, and that's not baked like as in Dave Chappelle. Ah, ah, ah. I have a story today that impacts what we're talking about. This is from CBS News, uh, dated yesterday. FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell says emergency funds could be depleted within weeks. Just think about that for a second. FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell says emergency funds could be depleted within weeks. So already we know that the United States, as far as its citizens are concerned, does not have a civil defense plan. And, by the way, you should, if you have not already purchased 
Jack Lawson's Civil Defense Manual. I would highly recommend that for consideration. Go to civildefensemanual.com, civildefensemanual.com, a 950-page resource. It's two volumes on water, food, uh, setting up a neighborhood protection team. Because you know what will happen after three days with no electricity and trucks not running on the road delivering food? You will have brigands at your door coming to take whatever it is that you might have. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Jack informs you about that. Many other authors were involved in the book. Mac Bracken of Enemies Foreign and Domestic teaches you how to handle things at night. NC Scout shows you about communication when the cell towers are down. And more and more and more. That The book is so comprehensive. CivilDefenseManual.com. Please go and look and consider that $100 investment in your future. Here's the story at CBS News. FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell says emergency funds could be depleted within weeks. FEMA Disaster Fund could dry up within weeks and delay the federal response to natural disasters. The agency administrator warned Sunday. FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell told Face the Nation that the agency is watching its disaster relief fund very closely ahead of hurricane season and that some recovery projects that are not life-saving measures could be delayed into the next fiscal year if funding falls short. Our estimates do still say that we may have a depletion of our fund. Now it's pushed into the middle of September, Chriswell said. And as we get closer to that, I mean, this is a day-by-day monitoring of the situation. Now, they have a link there if you want to read the transcript from the show on Face the Nation with FEMA Chief Chief, uh, Deanne Criswell. According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, there were 15 weather or climate disaster events this year before August 8th, with each causing more than $1 billion in damage. The tally does not include the recent wildfires on Maui, which decimated Lahaina, causing an estimated $6 billion in damage to the coastal city. The peak of hurricane season is not until September 11th. President Biden asked Congress earlier this month for $12 billion to replenish the disaster fund to address the response to the wildfires and other natural disasters. Congress is on recess until after Labor Day. Criswell said that amount may not be enough. The $12 billion was going to be able to cover some of the immediate needs that we were going to need to get through this fiscal year, she said. As we're continuing to see the increasingly severe weather events, that dollar amount may need to go up as we go into next fiscal year. Chriswell is traveling with Mr. Biden to Maui on Monday to view the devastation and meet with survivors. 
The biggest thing that the president needs to see is just the actual impact, Criswell said, of the importance of the visit. It really feels different when you're on the ground and can see the total devastation of Lahaina. He'll talk to some of the families that have been impacted by this and hear the stories. Okay, there's more to that story, and it's mostly going on and talking about, you know, what happened in Lahaina and on Maui. The point for sharing this with you today is to say, when the chips are down, the government is not going to be with you. So whatever resources you have, I encourage you to please you know, obtain food. You know, you can still get, for instance, if you go to Sam's Club, at least around here, 25 pounds of rice for $12.50, roughly. That's about 50 cents a pound. It's hard to find food any cheaper than that. And as Bear Independent, and you can go look up Bear Independent on uh, YouTube or be, a, like me, a, a Patreon uh, subscriber, and uh, get a bit more information. Um, you know, he has shared numerous times over the years that the military has done studies and to keep a fighting man in the field for a year, it takes about 750 pounds of food a, a year. It's about 3,200 calories a day. Now, you think you might not need a lot of calories. And yeah, could you starve yourself? Yes, you can. Can you fast? Yes, you can. Guess what? When there's no power, when there's no store to go to, you are going to be doing so much more physical work as long as there's not a nuclear event outside. And think about it. If, there, if it does come down to grid down, if it comes down to a nuclear event, I mean, there's not going to be any stores anyway. So please, I mean... Even you folks that are on assistance, on disability, I'll bet you could squeeze out buying one one twenty-five pound bag of rice. Now again, think about it. If you know, now if you ate a pound of rice a day, it'd be twenty-five days. That's not a lot of food, but you'd be alive. Uh, remember, this whole thing is about calories. You need calories, but you also need, you know, you need other foods because if you eat, don't eat anything different, your body will habituate to it and uh, your, your, your body will shut down and just say, I don't want to eat this anymore. So you have to have spices, you know, maybe you cook it like Indian, you know, with curry and so forth. The next day you might cook it with rice and beans. The next day it might be, I don't know, part of jambalaya or something. Uh, but you're going to have to get creative. I mean, again, like where I live, like we have a store that it's this kind. It has all kind of like closeouts. And I ain't prod. <laughs> um, and I, I just have gotten a lot of, um, you know, closeouts for, you know, prices that I would never afford if it was in the store. I think you have to think like that. Um, we are in an age where... The words choice and selection uh, will no longer exist. Will no longer exist. You have to have water. So buy some cases of water, first of all, for you just to have that. 
if you can get to, you know, go stay at a country cousin and they have a well, boy, that would be super. If not, and you even live in an apartment, but you have a, uh, um, a little patio, you have to figure out a way to get, for instance, a tarp and to collect rainwater and then to filter it and make it potable potable so that you can drink it without getting sick without getting diseases like like uh like giardia and cryptosporidium you know getting those those parasites some people never get rid of them so you have to get water filtration like a big berkey like an alexa pure like an h h skyhan on on amazon h skyhan it's like the letter h s k y h a n that is a very very highly re- regulated like pitcher um if it were me and i was collecting rainwater i would uh first run it through um a t-shirt take out all the any heavy duty junk um, you know, look into treating the water. And again, I'm not an expert in this. Please, again, look at civildefensemanual.com. You know, in my humble opinion, time is winding down to, for, for anyone to have the opportunity to, to accumulate resources, to accumulate information, food, water, a way to filtrate it and collect it. Um, you know, you can get like, you if you look around like on Craigslist, you can get things like old olive barrels. You know, these things are like, you know, made in Egypt and and, and, and Europe. And, uh, you know, they come from, for instance, like Italy where the, uh, the olives are and Turkey. And they get shipped here in these big, it's like a 55-gallon drum, but it's plastic, but it's food grade. So it won't leach bad chemicals into your water. Now, you have to scrub them out. But you can find those, for instance, like maybe $20. If you'll, for instance, um, this is one example on Craigslist, okay? Um, You can buy water barrels on Amazon, a 15-gallon barrel for like $60, $70, you know, a blue barrel. And then you can get a, you know, a little pump for it to to be able to pump water on. You have to think about these things. And again, shelter uh, and Energy, if you have to run any kind of machine, you, you're going to need, you know, a gas generator is great as long as you have gas, but a small solar generator and a small panel might do wonders for you, you know, that you spend three or $400 that you have saved up because we're coming into a time where I really think, you know, today, the, actually tomorrow, the, the BRICS meetings start. They're going to unveil at least the beginning of a new currency, a new competing currency to the dollar, competing for the hegemony of the world, competing for it to be the world reserve currency, competing to be the transaction currency of the world, you know, between nations and so forth. It will be at least linked to gold, if not backed by gold in some way. Um, there's been a lot of speculation. We've covered some of that. I'm just going to say, the U.S. dollar will be worth less, in my humble opinion, you know, over the next year or two years. I just think that there's, it may go up initially if we have some kind of emergency. Um, but in the end, all these, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of countries 
are divesting themselves of the U.S. dollar. They're not buying treasuries anymore, and they are filing for applications for to join BRICS, to join the BRICS nations. It's it's clear. It's it's this is the writing on the wall. And, of course, protection. And to me, the main thing is not being where a lot of people are. Like, if you're in the, the depths of, of a, a, a urban depths of a large city, I think it's a bad place to be. I don't know how you'll get out. I don't know how you'll get resources. Uh, you know, how will you defend yourself? You know, it's better to be where a lot of people are not. If you're able to rent a place out in the country, that would be super. And if everything goes down when you're renting it, well, it's better to be out there than to be, you know, in the middle of the city, if you can. This is just food for thought. I'm not giving specific advice to anyone. Please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. We can use the help. I'm being, you know, just plain with you. Uh, P-L-A-I-N, plain with you. And... Um, you can donate by going to the Donate tab at www.encouragingangels.org and donate through Cornerstone, a great payment processor, or by sending something to our P.O. Box. This is Stan Szymanski. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.